0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation.
1: Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer. I believe God's grace is keeping you well. Welcome to Watch and Walk Podcast, and I'm here with Megan Boyd. Megan, how are things going?
0: Hi, um, things are going well.
1: Great. Um, so which scripture are we meditating on today?
0: Uh, so today we are still on Psalm 86 and we are looking at verses 8 through 10.
1: 8 through 10. Uh, can you read it for us, please?
0: Among the gods, there is none like you, O Lord, nor are there any works like your works. All nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God.
1: For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. And so Megan, as you think about this scripture, as you reflect on it, uh, what comes to your heart?
0: Um, what comes to my heart is just what an incredible prophecy this is. Um, and just, I'm reminded of the position that David is in, the position of his heart, that in like verses 1 and 2, he says he is humble and needy, he is poor and needy before the Lord. And it's at that time that he is just in reverence before the Lord and humility that the Lord reveals a part of his plan for the salvation of the world. He reveals to David that all nations will worship the God of Israel. And when Jesus came around 950 years later, he came to save people from all nations. Hmm. It also reminds me of John 4, when Jesus tells the Samaritan woman, not an Israelite woman, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So Christianity now, it's not just the largest religion in the world. It is also, to date, the most multicultural religion the world has ever seen. And so today we see worshipers of Jesus Christ from nations across the world. And I just find that astounding.
1: Wow, astounding indeed. And, um, you know, when I look at um, Revelation, um, it's all over. Uh, Revelation talks about that where you see words like I saw uh, people from every tribe every nation Mm -hmm. worshipping the Lord worshipping the Lamb and so it gives you an idea of the multicultural nature of the people who are even going to be in heaven the worship Mm -hmm. that's going to take place in heaven it's not going to be just one group of people but it's going to be people from all over the world and when David says that Among the gods, there is no one like you, O Lord, uh, nor are there any works like your works. He acknowledges that there are gods, but there is only one Lord God, the Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and the sustainer and the redeemer of all creation. You know, in the Old Testament and even around the time of David, you know, God often warned Israel. Uh, about the gods of foreign nations. Um, you remember the story of the Exodus. Uh, we are told of the many gods of Egypt. And later, we even read um, about the gods of people like um, the, the Canaanites and the Phoenicians. Two that come uh, come to mind are Baal and, and Ashtoreth. Uh, you, know, you remember the, the famous showdown between uh, Elijah and then the 450 prophets of Baal. You know, the point of the challenge that Elijah threw to the, the prophets was that There is no one like the Lord. There's no God like the God of Israel. And David also had situations where he proved uh, to the Philistines and to a lot of people that only the Lord God, the God of Israel, is worthy of worship. And that implies that uh, we shouldn't worship any other God or any created thing apart from the Lord God. Um, He is the I am that I am. He is his own standard of comparison. None compares to him. And for me, it's very, very humbling. And he said, "All nations." When you talk about all nations bowing down before the Lord, I said, "It's really prophetic, right?" Mm-hmm. Paul talks about it in Philippians, where he said that um, at the mention of the name Jesus, a time will come where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Every tongue will confess that. Jesus. So I would make a plea. I will actually plead with you. If you are listening to me and Jesus is not your Lord there will be a time where you will bow down and confess. But you want to do it in the right camp as mm-hmm. part of the saints, all right? Because he came as a redeemer, as a savior of the world. But for, for us Christians, we believe he is coming again as a judge of the whole world. So whether you you you'll bow down now um, or later, you, you're going to bow down. So why don't you make him Lord now? So that when you bow down, it will actually come from a place of worship.
0: Here is... It reminds me of the verse when Jesus laments over the unbelievers in Jerusalem. And you can just hear the longing and even the love that's in his voice. When he says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. But you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate.
1: Wow. Okay, so God is so compassionate. God is merciful even, yes. um, in our rebellion. And my, my prayer is that somebody would hear um, the heart of God, even in these um, scriptures.
0: Yes, and find refuge in Him.
1: Great. Any final word?
0: I'd say God created us to be worshiping beings Mm. and we will worship something because it's how we're made. There's only one who's worth worshiping and that's our maker. Mm. That's the Lord. And when we're, when our hearts worship him, um, we become the people who he created us to be.
1: Yes, that is an excellent point. You know, in the biblical times, they were struggling with many gods. And we also have gods in our day, um, gods like wealth, um, riches, power, fame, pleasure. And my invitation to you is that don't allow any of these things to derail you from your devotion to God. Don't allow them to be your God. That is your, the object of your affection or the prime source of your contentment or satisfaction. If When you put God first, what I've realized is that when you put God first, you'll be able to master and overcome these goals. I mean, whether it's pleasure, fame, or power. But then when you put them first, uh, when they become the source of your affection, they become the object of all your affection or your attention, you will become a servant to them. And I have realized that uh, whereas these things can be good servants, they can be dehumanizing masters. And so please make the Lord God your God. Please make a date with us next week as we continue our reflection on Scripture. Until we meet again, may God equip you with all that you need to trust and obey Him. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.